Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. It's Monday, so you know what that means. It's time for some first Monday chat, first morning chat, FMC in the place to be on a Monday early to talk some NBA, to talk some challenge. We got we got a good old fashioned draft to get into a little I don't know bit if we're later. Do another draft after the way you smoked us in the last one, man. Uh, let's just say, then- let's just say, I am GM of the year, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Challenge GM of the year. Did not not going well for for Cher and I. We it could still change around. We still we each got one girl left. So if one of them wins, we might be we might be okay. But our guys, Dunzo, we got nobody. We had nobody. But just, I, I I think that's your way of saying phenomenal job by SP three with six of eight people great. in the finals. You did oh my great. god. I had to finish, I like, I had to finish. yesterday. Like, did y'all, did y'all see this episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like this as I'm typing the message. I was like, did y'all see this week's episode yet? I had to, I finished it this morning. As I told you, like I'd watched like the first half of it, like last Wednesday or Thursday. So I, I was, uh, I was in on my, the, the early portion of it early. And so I saw what happened with Derek getting eliminated. Once I saw that, I was like, oh man, like we're, I'm done. I'm done on the men's side. But then I didn't finish the episode. I finished it this morning and I, I was telling the fiance, I was like, oh, I got to finish watching the challenge episode. She's like, oh, how's your draft going? I was like, not good. <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> SP3 totally dominated us. I was like, I got one female. Cher has one female. There's eight people. SP3 has everybody else. So not good. <laughs> she's like, oh, he did really well. I was like, yep, he did. Bless him. He did. Let's let's talk about what we're really here to talk about, SP3. And it is happy fuck Kevin Durant Day to those who celebrate. So I'd like to take you all back to July 4th, 2016. Yes, that long ago at this point. When for days, Oklahoma City Thunder fans, like myself, were waiting for Kevin Durant's decision they had the meeting in the Hamptons. He was considering this team and that team. And it all seemed to come down to the Thunder and the Warriors for days, SB3. For day, I remember waking up like July 2nd, like what Kevin Durant do today. I remember waking up July 3rd, what's Kevin Durant do? Like checking my phone all the time, like when's the decision, when's the decision. And then like late July 3rd, the I don't remember who tweeted it, but I was sure a bunch of people are like, oh, Durant's expected to make his decision july 4th morning i woke up at like five o'clock a.m july 4th could not sleep could not sleep july 4th 2016 i got up wwe put out this match of the like 100 greatest matches that you have to watch on the wwe network right like they, they put this on their website i was watching every single match on this list i i'd already started it before july 4th but i was up early i had nothing else to do 
I was just watching wrestling, tweeting about wrestling, just tweeting about these matches. And my friend Samer, he texts me. He's like, you're being a little bitch. He loves calling me that. He's like, why are you tweeting about wrestling so much right now? Like, it's today is the Durant decision day. Why are you tweeting about wrestling? I was like, dude, I got to take my mind off of things. Like, I just got to just let me watch wrestling. Let me take my mind off it. And then, of course, he puts out the My Next chapter in the Players' Tribune. I'm scrolling, looking to see. It's the most half-hearted, half-assed, hollow little letter you've ever seen in the world talking about all this and that doesn't even mention the thunder doesn't even talk about like all the years we provided him all the moments he provided us doesn't say anything about the fans his teammates none of that stuff just go into the warriors that's what it might as well said it's like i'm running from the grind i'm being a little bitch i'm joining the team that won 73 games but then blew a 3-1 lead and I'm going to the Warriors. That's what is my next chapter thing says. I was devastated. My mom, my mom texts me like five minutes later. She texts me five minutes later. And she just goes, happy 4th of July. She's trying to be nice. She doesn't understand this heartbreak that I've just experienced as my favorite player has left my team. She doesn't get it. She just says, happy 4th of July. And I just said, fuck this day. Kevin Durant <laughs> And she is like, what? She thought she did something wrong. I was like, no, you're fine, mom. Just wrong time to text me. Happy 4th of July as America, which sucks as well. America is in awful shape right now as well. Um, and we try to celebrate America. It's awful. Kevin Durant's awful. 4th of July has forever been tainted. And it is since 2016 has been branded. Fuck Kevin Durant Day. And now... Here we are years later, Kevin Durant, six years later, is out to ruin another 4th of July as he has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Before I correctly tell everyone why no team should trade for Kevin Durant, SP3, I would like your thoughts on this whole ordeal. Because last week, last week we thought, oh, Kyrie might want out, but then like a few days later, he had signed the extension I think it was like literally the next day or that later that evening uh, he, he had signed the extension or opted in. He didn't sign the extension. He opted into the, the option. And then like two minutes after he opted in, it came out that, Hey, Kevin Durant wants a trade request. Where are you at on this whole thing? SB3 with Kyrie and Durant. Basically they're gone. They're gone. As far as I can tell. Well, I like to fast forward back to 2015. No, I actually, I want to first fast forward back to last week. Where I said, you know, you didn't give me enough credit for putting the SP3 dust on your Colorado Avalanche and giving you a Stanley Cup championship. But, you know, they once said a great saying is the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So I giveth to you this year, but I, I feel responsible for taking away Kevin Durant from your OKC Thunder. Because fast forward, rewind back to 2015 when it was a year away from Kevin Durant becoming a free agent. I literally called him going to the Golden State Warriors. So I'm in search of a new co-host for this show. If anybody else would like to talk basketball with me on a weekly basis, please, please send your resume in. Let me know your this this looks like me on uh day after dynamite with a little split thing right below. There we go. Please send in your resume. Let me know what you 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 think of basketball. Give me some hot takes, give me some analysis, 
I need a new co-host right now. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I, I felt it. I felt it. I know these things. I either get my inside information from my sources or I, I, I predict these things. And I predicted Kevin Durant. I was like, well, it would be perfect if Kevin Durant was on the Golden State Warriors. Why is that perfect? Why? It would be perfect. Why? Because they would be an unstoppable team. Why it is that good? You're right a Lakers after- fan. Why would you want this? The, the Lakers were dead in the water in 2015. Yeah, <laughs> but why would you want we other suck. teams to get good? Why wouldn't you want Kevin Durant on the Lakers? Oh, I would have loved for him to go on to, on to the Lakers, but I just know how Kevin Durant works. The Golden State Warriors just won a championship, so KD's eye was already shifting over there. I already saw it. I saw it coming, and I said he's going to go to the Golden State Warriors. So when it happened, I was at work. I was a concierge at a hotel. And it was on. We had a TV in the in the uh, lobby, and it came up the headline: Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors. And I literally was telling bitch. some random random guests at the hotel. I was like, I called this. I called I, this. I saw this happen. I, I am like that that's guess. so Raven. That's so SP three. <laughs> I hope that guest told you to fuck off for calling that. <laughs> I hope that guest was very rude to you. I always think I, I, I working customer service and dealing with guests and stuff is terrible. But if you were out here bragging, I called Kevin Durant to the Warriors. I hope that guest was like, well, fuck you, buddy. That's what I hope. <laughs> no, happened. the guests love me. The guests had loved me. And the Lakers are not dead in the water right now. We're about to get my family. My family is coming to the Lakers. Everybody said, oh, there's no way the Nets would trade Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, take Russell Westbrook for, for Kyrie. They are trying to get both of these guys out of here. They're like, we're sick of both of you ruining our franchise. We want to get KD to Miami or the Sixers or the Suns, and we're going to ship Kyrie. LeBron wants this, and what LeBron wants, LeBron gets, whether it's good or bad, whether it's good, like getting AD and getting us a championship, or whether it's bad. Like getting Russell Westbrook and not even making the play in. It's, he usually gets what he wants. He wants Kyrie. He wants my family. So it's going to happen. Maybe LeBron should want some wins and a team that can actually play together and not just star hunt a bunch because that didn't work last season for them. And I'm not positive this Kyrie thing is going to work either. It's going to work. Not He's positive. a better fit. He can shoot. He can shoot. Him and this is LeBron. This LeBron's best two uh, number twos that he's ever had because Dwayne Wade was never really a number two. He was always really number one. And Wade is better than Kyrie and Davis. Wade is better than Kyrie and Davis. No, 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 yes, it's okay. Dwayne Wade is a better player than Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis. Not Kyrie at his peak. You're telling me. No. You're telling me Kyrie. No. You're telling me Kyrie yes. in the 2016 NBA Finals is not better than Dwayne Wade in the 2012 or 2013 NBA Finals. I'm telling you, Dwayne Wade's a better player than Kyrie Irving. No, I'm talking. I'm talking about with LeBron James. Sure, Kyrie made that big shot and everything, and he's a great scorer and everything. I would take Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was great on those Miami teams. Dwayne Wade's a better overall player. 
in Kyrie Irving, especially this version of Kyrie Irving, which I don't even know what this version looks like because he played about 15 games over the last uh, thir- uh, three years. Hey, hey. Dwayne Wade's 30? better than Kyrie. You're, you're not getting. Saying, you're I, not getting 2016. Kyrie Irving. I am You're not getting... saying. I am not saying Dwayne Wade is not better than Kyrie Irving. I am saying Kyrie Irving is better with LeBron than Dwayne Wade. That's what I'm saying. Maybe in 2016, Kyrie was. You are getting 2022, Kyrie Irving. They're not the hey, same player. Just as good. Just no, as good. Not. Did you see what he did again in game one versus Boston? Yeah, game that's, one. That's what did he do in games three, four, and five? Oh, wait, there wasn't a fifth. Sorry. There wasn't a fifth. Hey, all I know is that I am transitioning our bet to, you know, if if AD is is not oh, if, that's if we get Kyrie. Beautiful. That's if we get Kyrie. If we get Kyrie, it's not it's now not the AD top five and MVP candidate. It's us making it to the NBA Finals. That's what I'm, I'm transitioning our bet to. I might, I might still take that because I don't know if they're, especially if Durant goes to Phoenix. That's a tough out. If he goes to the Warriors, oh, don't, don't, don't worry, don't bat. worry, don't worry, Chris oh, Paul, Chris Paul choke, will choke that. You're He'll choke three P, whatever. <laughs> He'll choke. He'll choke. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about Kevin Durant getting a championship if he goes to Phoenix. (laughs) I agree. I actually agree, but not because of Chris Paul. So let me tell you why no team should trade for Kevin Durant. What has Kevin Durant done when he has not been next to Steph Curry, who is a top 10 player of all time? Tell me what Kevin Durant has accomplished. He's got an MVP, sure. But what else? He's made one final. He ran from the grind. He's won seven playoff games, seven playoff games in the last three years. They didn't win a single playoff game last year. He had Kyrie Irving next to him. This this person that you're telling me is so great that's going to help lead the Lakers to the conference finals or to the finals even. You're telling me he's going to lead the Lakers to the finals. He had Kyrie Irving next to him. They didn't win a single playoff game last year. Kevin Durant's 33. He's coming off the Achilles injury. He looked great last year, but he got injured again last year he's driving to the rim less than ever can still shoot the ball i'll give him that can still shoot the ball why are you trading for four years of kevin ray is gonna be 37 when this contract expires a lot of money to pay this guy who is declining kevin durant is declining you might open up your window now you might have a shot at the title now wouldn't you rather have your window open for years years to come instead of the win now mode if you're the raptors you're really going to give up scotty barnes who has the window for 10 years instead of kevin durant who has the window for maybe one year maybe a year because again this guy hasn't won anything he's a loser kevin durant is an absolute loser that's why you should not trade for him that's why you shouldn't trade for him he hasn't won anything sp3 Every, everyone talks about him like he's so great because they, they see him shoot the ball. He, aesthetically, his game's very pleasing. I will say that. His game is very pleasing. But he ruined the goodwill in OKC. He's actually toxic. He goes to OK, he's in OKC, and he just poisons the well there. He leaves Russell Westbrook. He leaves Westbrook. He leaves this team that he's like, oh, I love this team. I love this city. I love the, the fans. I love all this stuff. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to go to Golden State. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk great about Russ. And then he said, tells Westbrook, we're just work friends. He ruined that relationship with Westbrook. And people like Russell Westbrook. I don't know if they like playing with him all the time. But it seemed like 
Westbrook as a teammate, people defend this man as a teammate. Everyone, everyone talked well about Westbrook compared to somebody like playing with like Kyrie Irving. They they didn't mind playing with with Westbrook. You never heard teammates outside of Kevin Durant look at the problem talk about how oh it was tough playing with West- Paul Paul George never said it was tough playing with Russell Westbrook. Paul George, Carmelo, nobody ever blamed Westbrook for this. I mean, because it was tough playing with Paul George. Probably, honestly, probably. <laughs> He was the problematic one. No? Usually, the he problematic left, one in a relationship and then he's is not going to complain about somebody else being problematic. He buried the team on his way out because that's the type of person he is. He goes to Golden State. Golden State has this great winning culture and everything. First off, it shows he's soft, soft mentality for Kevin Durant to go to Golden State, and then he poisons the culture there to where Draymond is just trying to fight him at every season. At the, at the end of their run. Draymond is telling this man on the bench, we don't need you. We don't love you like that. Give him the Paul Pierce treatment out there. We don't love you like that. These fans don't love you like that. He goes to Brooklyn, goes to Brooklyn, and he's talking like, we got a 50-year plan. We're going to have ownership in the team. You bring me in, bring Kyrie in. And then what's he do? After Kyrie opts in, he's like, you know what? I'm out. He's a flip-flopper, wishy-washer. That's what Kevin Durant is. Why would you want this man on your team? Because you might win a title. You might win one title. There's no guarantee. Kevin Durant doesn't guarantee you a championship unless Steph Curry is next to him. That's the only time this man has won a title is when Steph Curry was next to him. And keep in mind, that that happened five years ago. Kevin Durant is five injuries since then. Five injuries, five five seasons of wear and tear since then. This ain't the same Kevin Durant. People are still like, oh, he's a great player, he's a great player, he's a great player. I wouldn't draft Kevin Durant. If I'm starting a team right now, I would not take him top five. Would not take Kevin Durant top five if I'm starting a team for one season. Would not take him. That's fair. That's fair, actually. I, I would have put him top five going into the last season, but because of their performance in the regular season and then in the playoffs, yeah, Kevin Durant has wor- he has played himself out of that top five. I would take Giannis, I would take yep. Luka, I would take yep. LeBron, I would take Jokic, mm-hmm. and I would take Embiid. So. See, I wouldn't, I, then I wouldn't take him top six because I'm taking Steph Curry. Over him. Oh, well, as well. well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Steph. I don't know, I, I, I don't know I, if I'd take I, LeBron, LeBron's yeah. iffy. He's declining as well, but no offense. Hey, that's why I think the best option for the Nets is KD and Kyrie for AD and Russell Westbrook. I think that's the best thing for their – if they want to play with each other, they still want to play with each other according to reports. So Kyrie wants to team back up with his older brother, LeBron James. The best place for KD to go is either the Warriors or – the Lakers because then he'll have a top 10 player that he can piggyback on. He needs to piggyback on someone to a championship. That's what KD's legacy has become. It has become that he is just going to piggyback on another top 10 player because he's not in the top 10. He's top 20. He's a top 20 player of all time. So he's going to piggyback, going to attach himself to a top 10 player to get to a championship. And there's no better top 10 player 
player that's on his last legs that actually needs KD like LeBron James. Steph Curry doesn't need KD. The more championships uh, Steph Curry wins without KD, the farther he is gapping himself I from can't believe- KD. I, I mean, maybe I can because Lakers fans are are just like this. I can't believe you are suggesting that, oh, let's get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving instead of you just gave up all this stuff for Anthony Davis. He helped get you a title. He was great in the Mickey Mouse ring. The only, the only ring Mickey Mouse has won is 95 years at Disney. He was great in that. Westbrook, I understand. That didn't work out. Now you're like, oh, give me KD and Kyrie. Come on, LeBron. We need these guys. What a Lakers exceptionalism thing to do of, yeah, let's just bring all this talent in and just ship off all these other guys we traded for. We just have a collection of stars so we could try to win a title here. Let's just have the, let's everybody piggyback off of everybody. Kevin, come on, Kevin. We will welcome you, Kevin. This is awful. This is he, he wants to be on a he wants to be in a championship environment. He wants to be around a championship culture. And there's no greater championship culture in the NBA than the Los Angeles Lakers. You have I mean, four time, four time. No, man, forget Boston. They lost. Um, you have four time NBA champion LeBron James. You have you have the Lakers, the one of the most winning franchise in all of pro sports, 17 championships. Come on. Do it for Kobe. You loved Kobe, KD. Kobe, Kobe gave you the badge of honor back in 2010 when y'all, when y'all played the Lakers very close in those playoffs. He gave you the badge of honor, and now it is time to redeem yourself to Kobe and come to the Los Angeles Lakers. Make it all right. Make it right. You know Paul what, Kobe, George didn't want to come. You, you know, so all these people that love Kobe, all these people, they none of them actually followed what Kobe did. Because, yeah, Kobe requested a trade and everything. I get it. Like, he, he went on the radio. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like I'll go play with the Clippers and, and whatnot. I remember that that offseason. Kobe didn't actually get traded, though. He didn't actually force his way out. He forced other people out, but he didn't actually force his way. He didn't force himself out of there. I was like, I love Kobe. I want to follow Kobe. Kobe stayed with one franchise his entire career, good or bad, and he pouted a lot. He did do that. He did pout a lot on on the Lakers and everything. He had playoff games where he was just passive aggressive and shit. That ruled. Love Kobe for that. Like he, He had playoff games when he did that, but he was never like, get me out of here. Kobe instead said, you know what? If we're going to win here, you got to bring in this guy. You got to bring in." He didn't run from everything like all these superstars today's do. Steph Curry, who I don't even think talked about Kobe and talked about like, I need Mamba mentality. I need Mamba mentality. He doesn't, you know, project about his Mamba mentality like all these other players do. Steph Curry is actually the guy who embodies Kobe the most because he ain't running from anything. He's saying, I'm with this organization. They're running things the right way. Get me these guys. Do what it takes to win. He'll be a little passive aggressive and stuff. After last season, Draymond more than Steph. 
But after last season when they lost in the play-in, Steph was like, we got to figure things out. We got to – but Steph didn't be like, get me out of here. I can't win with these cats, as KD famously said. I can't win with these cats. All these other guys are running. Katie's like, I got to join a super team. I want to play with my best friend. Oh, let me go to the Lakers. LeBron, bless him. At least when he signed with the Lakers, they were shit. They were a horribly ran franchise. They made a bunch of awful moves. He just wanted to go there so he could be closer to Space Jam 2 to make that awful film. That's the reason he signed with the Lakers. At least he didn't hey, go. He already the did great the super Rob team Palenka. Thing. Put some respect on the great Rob Palinka because we got Rob Palinka that year and he gave us the roster that won our number 17, our number 17 championship. You call it a Mickey Mouse ring. I call it the hardest ring in NBA history because we had home court advantage and we never played in LA the whole, the whole playoffs. You fight, you fight for that number one spot and we fought for that number one spot. We had five months in between, but we fought for that number one spot and we never played a game in los angeles during the playoffs that's the hardest ring in nba history no it's not it was a mickey mouse ring that none of those wins count that ring shouldn't count lebron at least in nba history at least when lebron went to the lakers he already did the super team thing with miami so again still didn't follow in kobe's footsteps but at least when he went he said all right these young guys get them the fuck out of here and give me some people i can win with but the Lakers wouldn't weren't a good franchise when, when he went there. Even with Cleveland, they hadn't when he went back, they hadn't won shit. Yeah, they had Kyrie. No one knew how good Kyrie was gonna be. He was clearly very good, but they hadn't won anything. Then he said, get Andrew Wiggins the fuck up out of here and give me Kevin Love, somebody I can win with. LeBron at least followed Kobe there. Is like, get these guys out of here and get me people that I can win with. All these other guys are just what team can I go to that can help me win right now? You know, Kevin Durant, oh, I can go to the Warriors. Oh, I can team up with Kyrie. Now, I got two teams on my list. The top two teams in the fucking conferences last year. Oh, that's really difficult, Kevin. That underachieved. They both, they both underachieved. KD they were still the best smarter. teams. They were he's still the best teams. He's thinking smarter, not harder. He's the missing piece. He's yeah, the missing because he's ingredient. a bitch. Because he's a bitch. Again, you want to talk about Kobe and Mamba mentality? None of these guys today got it. None of them do. No, not a single no. one of them. No, no. That's why. That's why Kobe is the hardest working player in NBA history. No one. No one's gonna have that Mamba mentality. People used to say Russell Westbrook had it. He had it. He lost it. I guess he lost it on one of the, well, the he, four he teams he's been on in the last four years. That wasn't his he fault. Must have... Westbrook didn't say, hey, put me here, put me here, put me here. He won. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying that he lost it. And, you know, people lose luggage all the time. He put his mob of mentality in his suitcase on his way to Houston or on his way to Washington or on his way to Los Angeles. I, I and he problem... got lost, lost luggage. I think the problem with Russell Westbrook is he still does have that mob mentality and he needs to realize that it probably ain't the best that he should still keep chucking up all these shots when he ain't that guy anymore. So he probably should actually lose the mob mentality and embrace uh, who embrace a Carmelo mentality or something. Come off the bench. By the way, great, great job by the Lakers last off, last off season where now like eight rotation players can't even find a job because the rest of the league realizes these guys aren't very good, while the Lakers are like, these guys are going to help us win a title. 
Great job, by the way. Hey, we are, we are here to help out other franchises. We are the most giving franchise in NBA history that won the hardest ring in NBA history. That's why we're so giving. We prove to other teams that they don't need these guys and that these guys need to be put out to pasture. And we, you know, we let it be known to the rest of the league. So the rest of the league don't make our mistakes. Are we, we were the martyrs just that's why Kyrie would be great on the Los Angeles Lakers because we were martyrs last year in basically showing people that all these players, all these rotation players are not good enough to be on an NBA team. But we've made some good moves. We got, you know, Sharif O'Neal's looking good in the in summer league. You got you got Scottie Pippen Jr. looking good in summer league. Uh, some of these rookies that we got, Please they look immaculate. Immaculate. Damian Jones. Like we we are going, we are good money. All we need is this Westbrook trade. If we can pull off this Westbrook trade, especially if it's a three-team trade, like I've been seeing, like they're trying to get with Indiana, and we can somehow get Buddy Healed for THT. That they could have got man. Buddy Healed last offseason. They could have just got him last offseason. I'm, I'm still upset. I, I'm still upset by that. I don't don't get me wrong. I am still upset by that. And that's the deal that I wanted. I, I tried to call Rob Palinka. Me and Rob Palinka are very cool. We have very close relationships with Kobe Bryant. So that's how we became cool. So I tried to call him up and say, you should get Buddy healed. But he decided to take LeBron's call before mine. That's priorities, but he does. He decided to take LeBron's call before mine, and he went and called Washington for that Westbrook trade. I told him, "Man, you should have got Buddy healed." He was like, "I know you're right." He was like, "He he told me that I was right." <laughs> At least he took your call afterwards, but yeah, he he should have taken it first. You're right. The Buddy Heald trade probably would have worked worked out. A lot better. They need some shooting because I don't mind the the moves they make. Like I'm kind of high on Monty Walker, uh, but he he can't shoot very well. And using no. the mid level on him, not great. And defensively, from the the numbers I've seen, not good either. Very athletic no. though. Very athletic. Yeah, they got it. They got a nice little Russell Westbrook. Because we need athletic. We need- yeah. We need athletic players. That's what we yeah. need, ladies and gentlemen. But it's yeah, shooting. I'm just I'm just hoping and praying for this trade because yeah, it's not looking that great right now. I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm hoping it doesn't go through. I hope that the the Lakers still have Russell Westbrook. I, I going into next season, I hope that they have Westbrook Davis. LeBron and your your top five AD MVP bet has to stick. I, I want Kyrie to go anywhere but Los Angeles. I want Durant to go anywhere. Why would you hope this Golden stuff State. from me? Think of the because content. you hope you you called that 2015 Kevin Durant to the Warriors. So this is all payback. Now I hope Kyrie gets shipped to Utah. Go play with Donovan Mitchell in the worst defensive backcourt. In NBA history, go play well, there. Well, I hope he gets shifted New Mexico. I don't even think they have a team. But just go, go play there. You can smoke your peyote and do whatever Ky- Kyrie Irving wants to do. Do your incense all around New Mexico. I don't care what he does. Just send him there. Well, speaking, Utah, honestly, supersonic. Speaking of send Utah, where's like the worst place? Where's like the worst place to like play? I, I'm pretty sure it is Utah. Send him to Utah. Hey, all I know is that. Kyrie Irving just bought a $300 million house in Los Angeles. 
So he's coming. I think it was three com- million. He- I think it was three million. I don't think it was three hundred million. <laughs> three hundred million is a lot of fucking million. money. <laughs> Yeah, it's like three million. It's like yeah, three point like seven million. Yeah, I, I I moved the decibel over or something. You but can. yeah, it's three it's three million three one three point one seven million. Uh, mansion. He's coming to Los Angeles. It's all right. It's all right, Jeremy. You got your championship in the Stanley Cups. Let me get my championship back in the NBA so y'all can stop talking about Mickey Mouse championship when it's the hardest if, championship I don't in know NBA if Kyrie, history. I don't know if Kyrie brings you a championship. I don't know if he Kyrie will. brings you a championship. He will. You know, you know how you know how you know how this you know how conflicting this is gonna be because because we're gonna win championship number five and then all the LeBron fans are gonna tell me, oh, LeBron has the same amount of championships as Kobe. He's definitely better than Kobe now. Like I have to hear all that. This is very conflicting for me. Very conflicting for me. But I am okay with it because that will put us. It shouldn't be conflicting because if they trade. If they trade for Kyrie and also Kevin Durant, like you won, these championships don't matter. His those championships don't matter. They his, always matter. His Miami they rings always matter. His two Miami rings count for one. He gets half a ring each for both of those. He gets he gets a full ring for the Cleveland one. That's a, that's a full value ring right there. It's a ring and, and a half. Maybe even one and a half. That's fair, honestly. And then the Mickey Mouse ring doesn't count at all. So he's barely got, he's got two and a half rings. And if they win a ring this season, if they have Katie and Kyrie, that's another half ring right there. So no, it's not. Three. It's a real ring. He'd it's a real three. ring. Because He'd you have, have doubters like you. Doubters like you that said Katie's done. You got doubters like you that says Kyrie doesn't play. When Kyrie plays 68 or more games for the Los Angeles Lakers and we win championship number 18, I'll be the one doing a press conference at the start of FF and be talking about my Los Angeles Lakers winning the two hardest championship rings in NBA history. I can't wait, ladies and gentlemen. Be here next June. Next June, right here on Fightful Overbook. See, I'm long-term booking. Everyone loves long-term booking. Long-term booking in June of 2023 when I I have my press conference for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's going to be glorious. But you brought up the Utah Jazz, and I got to bring up, I see Rob Wilkins. I see the great Maggie is in the live chat. Man, and I see Rob Wilkins left left us a a super chat because I got – I was making Maggie a mod. There's there's a super chat from from Rob Wilkins. Ask SP3 about my live reaction to the Wolves trade. So the Minnesota Timberwolves traded for Rudy Gobert. They gave up a shit ton of draft picks and then a bunch of rotation players, including Patrick Beverly, which ruled. I say rotation players because that's all they are. They're not like all-stars or anything like that. They're just rotation guys, including Patrick Beverly, which is great because I love when Patrick Beverly tweets and it's ride or die. And it's like, this is my squad. We're going to war. And then it's like, nah, get the fuck out of here. You're not actually that important, Patrick Beverly. Pops me. The memes, so the memes were awesome. The memes of of him crying after he beat uh, after they they won the playing game and it's like uh, it's like Patrick Beverly going to the Utah Jazz and it's him crying. Sending Those this memes man to Utah. Great. That he's gonna end up he's gonna end up backing up Kyrie Irving in Utah. No, what he's not. 
Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Don't put that into the world. I didn't know you in 2015. I wouldn't have put KD going to the Golden State Warriors if I knew you in 2015. It would have been different. What do you what do you think of Minnesota getting Rudy Gobert? I think that this might be the dumbest trade since the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> traded for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> they, yo, I was like, I was so dumbfounded by this. Like, as soon as I saw the trade, I was like, how is this good for either team? Because, like, I, I know how it's good now. Like, in retrospect, I know how it's good now for the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz want to build this team around Donovan Mitchell. We talked about it a lot before the playoffs that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert did not like each other. I think you're, the stat you gave me is that he was averaging like two passes, not two assists, two passes to Rudy Gobert in, in, in games at one point this season. So you can tell that their friction had met the point of no return. We said that they were going to choke in the playoffs and they did exactly that. They were down one, two to a Luca list Dallas Mavericks. I tried telling people that you, we should have saw this coming when they lost a, a seven game series to a Kawhi list Clippers. When you got Paul George looking like a great player you know your team is done i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry when paul george is looking like the best player on the court against your team yeah your team is probably done and it's it is time to rebuild so that's what they've decided they decided to rebuild um i still see that there's a bunch of teams that are interested in calling them to see if they're if they're really calling it and they really want to blow it up and they really want to trade donovan mitchell i know the um miami heat the new york knicks they're interested in him whether it's you know by trade or when he eventually becomes a free agent but I think I think they're going to try to rebuild this thing around him. They got a lot of draft equity in this trade, but the, but the Minnesota Timberwolves, like you guys, had a good season. You guys really overachieved. Why would you basically destroy your future for one of the worst offensive centers in all of the NBA? I understand the Minnesota Timberwolves were like one of the worst rebounding teams, one of the worst shot blocking teams. And this does improve that. Don't get me wrong. Rudy Gobert is one of the best, uh, you know, defensive players in the front court, but to destroy your future, to trade like three draft picks and three players for Rudy Gobert. This is one of the worst trades in NBA history. Okay. You're being more facetious. Uh, about this worst trades in NBA history than I was with Kevin Durant, I feel. Maybe no, you're not. Maybe no, you actually it, do it, really it, think it, this is a bad trade. I really think this. I, it's, it's okay. Russell I believe to the Los Angeles Lakers, <laughs> Rudy Colbert to the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, Memphis, Memphis trading, trading, uh, taking Kwame Brown from us for elite big Paul. Elite Paul big. Gasol. That's right. <laughs> I don't like, think this trade. I don't think it's terrible. First off, like they didn't give up any rotation guys. The the guys they actually traded, they are who they are. Like none of these guys, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe their first round draft pick from, from this year, I forget his name. Like maybe he makes an impact, but like Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, these guys aren't making any type of like impact, right? Like it's not, it's not that big of a deal. The draft pick equity, that can be tough because we have seen 
a million times with these draft picks. You think that like, oh, I'm giving up these draft picks because I'm getting this great player. I'm set. Look at all the draft picks Brooklyn gave up for James Harden. And now where they're at, it's like those draft picks could be very good draft picks for for uh, Houston. Like they could be very good draft picks. Look at all the draft picks that the Clippers gave up for for Paul George. One of those was a lottery pick this year. Because they're thinking, oh, we got Paul George. Injuries, guys always wanting one out and everything. Look at all the draft picks that Brooklyn gave up for Pierce and Garnett and all of these guys. Like those ended up being great draft picks for the Boston Celtics. They they ended up with like Jason Tatum out of all this stuff. Like you think that these draft picks, because you're getting this great player, they're gonna be like in the 20s and whatnot. But again, injuries, guys just wanting out, the NBA being the NBA, those picks could easily fall into the lottery. So giving up that many draft picks, always a little bit questionable. Here's why I'm not mad at this deal if I'm Minnesota. They see their window where it's at uh, right now. Like they were, they're surprisingly made the playoffs. They celebrated like they won a championship. They've got Carl Anthony Towns, who is very good. I, as far as, I don't think he's better than Dirk as a shooter. I think that whole argument is stupid, but he is a very good, as a big, like he's a, one of the best shooters ever is for, you know, being his size and everything. He should probably launch more threes. You pull him now more out of the paint because he doesn't really have a post-up game. He just doesn't. Um, so you pull him now more out of the paint. He becomes like a stretch four a little bit more, but you can still play him at center and still take advantage of maybe those bigger, slower centers out there. Anthony Edwards, star-making performance in the playoffs. You're banking on him growing a little bit. You're, you're banking on that. You're banking on him continuing to take that next step. D'Angelo Russell could be hit and miss. I understand if people are a little bit low on him. I get it. Sometimes he just too much of a volume shooter. And like last year, he only shot 34% from three. So he he can he can be to his own detriment when it, when he's just like chucking up shots and everything. Here's one thing D'Angelo Russell is very good at though. Very good passer. He, he averaged seven assists last season. All right, compared to Donovan Mitchell, who had 5.3 assists. So Russell would, had two more assists than, than Mitchell. D'Angelo Russell is a better passer. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is a very good passer. Rudy Gobert is finally going to get those lobs we all wanted to see from, from Donovan Mitchell that he, he just never got from Mitchell. He's finally going to get hit on those pick and rolls. And if he doesn't, you know, they've got Carl Anthony Towns in the corner. They got Anthony Edwards in the corner. They can space the floor and just run a pick and roll with, with options out there shooting. And if they want to run drop coverage to take away the lob to go bare, Russell can shoot his little mid-range. He can he can find shooters if they collapse down on him. They there's options with Gobert. And yeah, as far as like protecting the paint and everything, Gobert obviously does that exceptionally. Rebounding, obviously great there. I do have concerns in the playoffs because we've seen how to in the playoffs beat this team you play five outs and you make Gobert defend more than he needs to and that's a legitimate concern because Russell isn't great one-on-one defensively depending on the matchup town sees you can get by him defensively you could stretch Gobert a little bit thin in the playoffs but they added Kyle Anderson I think Kyle Anderson's a very sneaky underrated move again another like good playmaker can do a little bit of everything very good defender he he's gonna fit in nicely with that team I'm not Jaden McDaniels. I know they're very high on. They didn't want to give him up uh, in the the trade. That's why they added so many more draft picks. He's another good like three and D kind of wing. I think this team is better equipped 
to utilize the strengths and hide the weaknesses of Rudy Gobert than those Utah Jazz teams were. I really do. So I'm not mad at it. What A reason I don't like it is because I'm just not like super high on Rudy Gobert as sort of him in the locker room, I guess, when it comes to like players and stuff. But maybe that's a Don- maybe Donovan Mitchell is the problem and not Rudy Gobert. I think Rudy Gobert acting like COVID is not a thing certainly is a little bit of an issue. Um, but I'm not mad at this move by Minnesota. I'm really not. I, I do think it is a little bit, the league's kind of going small and Minnesota's like, well, we're going to go extra big here with, with this move. But I think this could work a little bit to where they at least get out of the first round. I think they get out of the first round, depending on the matchup, I guess. But I think they get out of the first round. Depending on the matchup, they could easily be in a conference final with this move. And if you're Minnesota, who hasn't won a playoff series since the Sam Cassell Garnett days, or I think they won one playoff series, like maybe that's all you need. No, you're committing went, a I lot think of they money. Went to the conf- they went to the conference finals, didn't they? They, were, they did. They versed yeah, yeah. the Lakers. They versed the Lakers. Yeah. So they, but that was the last time they won a playoff series, was that, that yeah. season. So it's been a while. So if going on going on 18 years, ladies and gentlemen, if that's your goal, I think you accomplish that. I'm not mad at it. I'm really not. I'm higher on Gobert as a player than I think a lot of people are, because yeah, I think I think I think my my judgment is more on Gobert the person, (laughs) Gobert the person as a person and 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 how he is offensively. I think I, I value who he is as a person and who he is as an offensive player more than you 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 value yeah, but- his defense and what he's going to offer to this team in spacing and stuff. So uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong as far as putting it in the worst trades in NBA history. I have to see what's going to happen after this season. Offensively, he's, it's an issue because he just wasn't utilized well in, in Utah because he had a point guard who wouldn't get him the damn ball. Like that's that was the problem offensively. D'Angelo Russell will actually pass him the ball. I think maybe, maybe Gobert goes in there with D'Angelo Russell and what ha- and, and takes his cell phone and tosses it into the uh the river. That was Russell and, and Nick Young, right? Where he snitched about uh he snitched on Nick Young and Iggy Azalea. Yeah, maybe yes, Gobert does that and then uh, they have a bad relationship from the start, but I'm not mad at this deal. I'm really not. We we shall see. That was one of the more interesting deals. I think the best deal that we've seen in this free agency is the Celtics getting Malcolm Brogdon. That's a great because yes. this. And you know how you guys, if you watch FMC, you know how I feel about the Boston Celtics. My most hated franchise, my most hated franchise, not named the Phoenix Suns at this point, is the Boston Celtics. And this is a long-term, this is long-term booking how long I've hated the Boston Celtics. Since I became a Los Angeles Lakers fan at the age of four, It I have hated the Boston Celtics. But... This deal makes them the favorite to win the championship next year, in my opinion, because this was either 
they gave up absolutely nothing by getting Malcolm Brogdon, a point guard. That was the missing piece of this team that went to the NBA Finals is because you had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, who none of the three are point guards. You had them handling the ball. Jason Tatum with 100 turnovers in the playoffs is because they didn't have a point guard. So to get Malcolm Brogdon, who's a great shooter, who's a great ball distributor, and he was on a team that was that's basically they they're blowing it up in 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 the Pacers. That's why I think we could still get Buddy Heal. But uh, Malcolm getting Malcolm Brogdon for basically nothing. Boston Celtics are the favorite to win the championship, just edging out the Warriors. I still have to see what the Warriors, you know, roster is going to look like after this free agency. But this one move was huge for the Boston Celtics. I, I agree with you. The The Celtics are now like they're definitely the favorites. We'll see where KD goes. We'll see where Kyrie goes. But they gave up almost nothing to get really kind of their missing piece that they needed a guy that certainly is will fix a lot of their holes that we saw in the finals against the warriors so good on good on boston they they made they they made the right move and they got a guy who everyone knew the pacers wanted to get rid of and they got him on the cheap so boston did some smart stuff uh we go shauna says as a lifelong Celtics fan, the way SP3 feels about the most storied franchise hit is how I feel about the Fakers. We'll raise banner number 18. There you go, SP3. Got beat. How dare you? How dare you call us the Fakers? <laughs> Our championships are are more in the present than your championship and we beat you and we beat you in 2010 with with, with meta world peace being the best player in game seven how dare you how dare you shauna we appreciate the super chat we love you for for watching and being a supporter of fmc but how dare you meta world peace rules though he's, he's meta, exactly any team that's our name. Metal World Peace and Elite Big Pop Gasol were the best players yes. in that game seven. That's Elite Big. Uh, we have our pal, Sherry Delaware, who is here. We're going to talk challenge. We have a draft because there is a new season of the challenge, the Challenge CBS. That's like calling it what? The Challenge USA is what they're what they're calling this thing. Yes. Uh, it's all CBS people. You you guys don't know any of these people no and i didn't even i didn't even do what i said i was gonna do last week which is look at like uh you know the challenge youtubers and find out who these people are so i'm going in completely blind val valva he is an elite big do do not disrespect the name of he Kyle was Gasol. not an elite big until he was with kobe bean Bryant. come on how dare he you? wasn't elite big Cher, how I are you him an elite big I am doing well. Um, I forgot we were even doing this draft till Jeremy messaged me, so I definitely did not do research. <laughs> I I don't. I think it's better if we don't have research. I know some of the, the Big Brother people because I watched the the Big Brother seasons uh, that they were on. But Love Island people, um, Survivor people, I don't know any any. Uh, of these guys and girls uh so like the fact that we're going in blind i think it i think makes it more even and more fair because sp3 has destroyed both of us share in the yes. all-stars draft he's well i mean he's guaranteed me. a female what do you mean not you he's guaranteed a female victory isn't he do you have any no a male victory i have all four. oh male victory that's what, I meant. that's what I, meant. I still yeah. have john a I still have Kayla, so we each have a female. 
but male, he's guaranteed a male victory. Do you have any females left? SP3? Yes, and I have, the uh, other I have two. both. I have, I have the other two. And <laughs> have, yeah, Kelly and Anaya. Uh... Damn. Yeah, he's got six of the eight. We don't, each have one. Don't female. worry. We destroyed. Don't us. worry. How the first how the first half of this finals look, Kellyanne looks like a non-factor. It's, it's all on Naya. It's all on Naya for me to, to sweep all stars three. Well, it's a good thing I have today off. I'll start working on my PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hoping Man. I'm hoping that Kayla can can come through and at least get half a victory for it. Man, when Derek Derek called out Nehemiah and is like, "Oh, I want the easier route and everything," and then he got worked by he, Nehemiah. Yeah, absolutely worked. That was sad. Derek went out sad on that man. He did. I saw somebody say to. Um... Scott, they hope that he talks about that elimination for the next five years, like he did the Derek and Joss one. <laughs> and the way people, I mean, I don't know if people forget about Joss elimination, but yeah, that's why I was like feeling a little bit confident. I'm like, okay, cool. Pole wrestling. Like, I remember Derek against Joss. I think he can do it. But this was a little bit different where you, you know, bigger ring, steal a pole, run, and everything. He got worked. That was, that was rough. Yeah. That was rough. And Wes just fucking rubbing it in afterwards. That was kind of funny. I love Wes. Wes Wes, Wes had to apologize to Derek. He was like, I'm sorry I brought up your family. (laughs) He was like, I was just so he was like, I'm so pumped up. I was just so pumped up. Oh God. All right, let me pull up the uh the cast list here for I'm, I'm gonna pick whatever names I like the best. That's fair. That's fair. I'm I, I'm putting I, it I together. Say, I, was, I saw the first couple of minutes of the first episode, and I will say the one thing I do like is that there are a lot of people of color, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's already a, a check. Really, me. Big Brother and um, Survivor are a lot more diverse than yes, yeah. a lot of the other shows. Yeah. The Big Brother, so a lot, I don't I don't know how many are from, but as I'm going through like the cast list, Big Brother 23 was, they had like the final six were all people of color uh, mm-hmm. and they called themselves the cookout. And like, they yeah. were just like, that was their goal is to like, we want to have the, someone the of color however, win. Yeah. yeah to, to win. And so like, they were just so proud that they got to the final six. It's just all people of color. It's like, well, now- it's guaranteed that an African American mm-hmm. will win this season of Big Brother. So that was a big theme of that season of Big Brother. And as I look at the cast list, I already recognize like three, four people from the Big Brother 23 list. But yeah, like, like Cher said, uh, Big Brother is, is certainly, they they put more value on uh, minorities and diversity than a lot of these shows do. Yeah. Nice. I'm putting together the the cast list here. Any any other thoughts on where we at on challenge all stars as I continue to do this full time? Um, I've enjoyed this season so far because I felt like it had more recognizable names for me. I guess because I mean I've watched my entire life, but there's some people that only on one season, only on two seasons. I don't remember them until like I'll see them and I'm like, oh yeah, I think I remember them getting eliminated like the second week of a show when I was seven. Like, (laughs) 
so I, I thought that the season was really good, but I don't know if they're doing a fourth season now. I've seen some rumors that now that they're doing the Challenge USA and the regular Challenge, like, but the thing is, I'd say the regular Challenge is the worst out of the three. It is. So, it like, is. I mean, and of course, the people, like, if, if CT can get on all-stars he's gonna go do that and be gone a fraction of the time and make just as much money like i mean i don't i think they should just at this point just give it up to the challenge usa and be like take our people too because our show sucks because i know they're doing the whole like tournament too so that's what i was worried about because they they have been like really coining this like oh this is completing the trilogy of all stars and i'm like i like all stars more than any of these like i don't know i don't know any of the people in challenge usa i i'm surely not gonna know anybody else a part of this like tournament if it's all cbs reality shows that i don't watch and with the regular challenge season this i mean the last time it was interesting is when two two long-term rivals of bananas and west became friends on total madness and that was only half of the season And the thing is, too, if the regular challenge can't pull from CBS shows anymore because CBS was like, screw this, we'll just do our own, then what, we're just going to have a bunch of people from freaking X on the beach? No, thank you. Like, <laughs> Is X on the beach still on? Oh, I guess they are doing like a, a season. The right only now. one I ever watched was X on the Peak where they yeah. were in like the snow whatever because it had um Nicole and Laurel. And Laurel. Yeah. And that was the Jimmy. one season. That was the one Jimmy. season we we haven't watched. We watched all the X on the beaches and then we started X on the peak and the fiance's like not really feeling this season. Yeah. That was where I got introduced to Kayla's husband. Sam. Oh, okay. He was on that season. So All right, I'm going to pull right. up here the let me let me first because what we have we have to do the randomizer, random order that way. We, there's no cheating going on as far as who gets the first pick. Very important first pick of these people we don't know much about. <laughs> so important, ladies and gentlemen. So super. All right, I think I can share the most important like part. Tab here we go. Chrome tab random share people see this there it is yes my computer's running so slow not a fan of it all right so everyone can see it here we go randomize we'll see who gets the first pick here it is me it's not oh look at that share and sp3 Hey, I get back-to-back picks. That's all that matters. Do I had this is the opposite of of last pick, isn't it? Oh no, share had first pick last time. I had first, yeah. Yeah, and then I sp3 at second. I had last. I'm so blind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm gonna pull up the. If you see the bruises on my lips, just ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up the uh, draft list here. Someone's going to click on this video and it's just going to be my, my face like an inch from the screen <laughs> trying to read it. <laughs> All right. I just scroll. I'm, I'm scrolling through the cast. If anybody sees my eyes wandering, that's what I'm doing. 
I just scrolled through the cast, see their credentials. It's like, oh, it's I, got, like, I got it right there. I got the I got the draft names. list right there, and I got the I got the names next to them. Or, or oh God! Can we put can we put a little space in between where I picked Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to see that. I, oh there you go. There. You had to. You had to. To be fair, that was that, the last thing. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't totally your fault, Plum. Okay. Um. All right. I have the first pick. I I'm going with my man Xavier from Big Brother. I know him. Damn it. I think that I, I told I told SP3 this before. He's one of the best Big Brother players I've ever seen. He's yeah. You told us that, and we were going to try to steal him from you, and then you got exactly. That's why I was very happy I got the first pick. That's why I was very happy I got the first pick because he is one of the best Big Brother players I've ever seen, and so I'm happy I got the first pick so I can be able to take him. All right, share. Um. Females are top and the, the males are at the, the bottom there. Damn, my eyes are bad. Um, I'll say I'll say this. So um I believe Derek, uh Kai, where's where's Kyland and Tiffany are all from Big Brother 23, the uh-huh. same the same season as Xavier. Kai and Tiffany worked with Xavier as part of the cookout. And again, Derek was just part of that cast, even though he was not part yeah. of the cookout. So there could be an alliance. There was beef between Xavier and Kai at the end because Kai kind of questioned like his family and is being like, you're being a bad role model to your nephew, I think is what he said. So there is potential beef. Vic. Okay. I recognized a couple of the big brother names, even though I don't like consistently watch it. Um, let's go. I always pick a woman first, so let's go with Tiffany. Okay. That's a good pick. I think her and Xavier are really gonna I think her and Xavier are gonna work together. So I guess speak three. Both of y'all pick the, the, the people that I wanted. Um I'm gonna go with What's it? Azaya? A Z A H? Oh, Azay? I think it's Azay. I think it's Azay. I think it's Azay. Azay. Was she on Big Brother 23? Let's just spell the name. Yes, she was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. A Z A H. Because I feel bad when I mispronounce people's names. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, okay, so sorry. She 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 was on Big Brother 23 as well. So she was part of the cookout as yeah. well. So that's a, that's a good okay. pick. Yes. And then you um, pick again. Yes. Yeah, good. Um, let me see. I, I, I like the uh, Survivor players. I feel like Survivor is I'm a good you. show. To, Survivor's a different to, breed. Like, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to be a different breed to even win Survivor. So I'm going to go with a Survivor winner. I'm going to go with Ben. Share. Plus, he looks like a he looks like a, a taller cowboy version of Derek. <laughs> um, I will not be going with David Alexander. Um, I have hatred just for him in my heart. How, how his name looks? <laughs> no, I just have hatred for him in my heart. <laughs> he made me mad. Um, let's go. God, I can't see shit. Um. 
Why is there so many Love Island players on this season? Uh, they don't do anything to make us bring, feel confident in picking them. Give me Dominic. Dominic, okay. I like it because it's spelled like Nick. Dominic. (laughs) I'm going to go with Angela from Big Brother. I actually know her. Good pick. I don't remember. Is she still with Tyler? Do you know Cher? I don't think so. Oh, really? I I thought they were in it for the long See, that's the only way that I know who these people are is from seeing their drama on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Except for David. And David. I'm going to infer the men. I got to see if either of these guys like won anything. All right. It does look like he won. Okay. I'm going to go James Wallington because he won the Amazing Grace. That's an like awesome last name. He's he's got some, you know, when it comes amazing race people got to have like some endurance and they they do a bunch of dumb True. dumb uh dumb challenges where they got to climb a bunch of stuff too. So I feel like he might do fairly well. And That set. sounds so rich. His name is Wallington. <laughs> Wallington. <laughs> Your picture. Oh god. Um Let's go Desi. Okay. I like that name too. That's why I picked her. <laughs> um man, I gotta pick a brother out here in these streets. Um I'm gonna go with Kylan. Okay. I know you said they got beef. And I got I could go either team. way because it could they could come in. Maybe they've squashed it. I don't keep up with these people after they're off the show. So maybe it's a thing they worked it out and they're coming into this of like, hey, let's all work together. But it could also be a thing where it's like, nah, fuck you. You talked you talked bad about my family. You got another pick, SP3. Boom with another survivor winner, Sarah. All right, sure. I see. I see. We're all discriminated against Love Island. I I laugh at you guys. You guys are like looking up the uh, yeah, like, trying to see if the they at least won something. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, that's a cool name. Let's go with them. <laughs> but also, I'm literally on my phone doing this, so it's not like I could look anything up. Um, let's go. Okay, so I think I have two women. And a man. Yeah, I need to not go women heavy this time. Because <laughs> that's what I did on the other one. And then I had like one guy. I think I had Tyler and he got eliminated like first week. <laughs> um let's go Tyson. All right. I'm gonna go Kayla. From Amazing Race. Damn. I was going to get her next. And then I'm going to go... I'm going to go Derek from Big Brother. Because even though he wasn't part of the cookout, I do think he'll work with the Big Brother 23 people. I know Xavier and Derek got along pretty well. 
So I think they'll look out for each other. Which is I again. Um, let's go Leo. All Love Island people here at the end. We're just going to be picking, <laughs> picking the Love Island scraps. All right, SV3, two picks. Let's go with Enzo. I think he's finished second I, and third. I in Big hate Brother. Enzo. So he's, he, he's moving up. He finished third in one season. He's he seventy-five in years season. old. So, so he should finish first in this season. This is the reality season. Or he might die because he's seventy-five years old. <laughs> um, and then let me go with. I, I, this is my. I think this is my theme is going with one player based on their record, and then one player from Survivor. And I'm going to pick a sister. I'm going with Tasha. Good pick. It is my turn. I will not be picking David. I hate David. Um, let's you have to explain go. this hatred of David for me. I just hate David. Um, Shan Smith. What seasons was David on again? I have no idea. Uh, I, can't I don't remember, remember David. Hold on, I'll get this. Hold on. I don't remember David at all. I do have he, my iPad. He was on twenty. He was on twenty-one and twenty-two. Yes, David. I watched those seasons. Oh, I do remember him. Oh, all right. I can actually understand why you dislike him. Yes. Yeah. Um. So as we know, I am a Davon fan until yeah. the end. And, oh, Davon is the truth. And David, like, tried to screw her over. He just, he shouldn't have even been on that season. He should not have been on the All-Stars or whatever season. Yeah, that like, was, that was There was nonsense. no reason to have him on there. Yeah. I do remember him now that you, you mentioned who he actually is. Okay. All right. I'm going... With it is my pick, right? Yes, okay. Back to back picks. Yep. It's <sighs> only one big brother player left, and then we gotta pick no two big brother player left, and then we gotta pick Love Island. I'm gonna go with the We're last survivor, survivor person. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. I shouldn't. I was trying to fool you to make <laughs> I shouldn't have put their shows next to it, just like here's the names. Yeah. Let's go for it. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Alyssa. She's another Big Brother 23 person. So I'm. I, I'm hoping that all the Big Brother 23 people just kind of work together. So all right. Cher has to pick the first Love Island. Yeah, because <laughs> we know for damn sure I ain't picking David. <laughs> um, I'll go with. It's Justine. possible. It's possible these Love Island people also work together and just form yeah. a big yeah. like Love Island. Yeah, because there's eight thousand of them. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I would not rule out that them having them having a Love Island alliance kind of carries them a little bit. And you pick and you picked um, the one that just, won Love Island as with as well. Did I? So, yeah, I just liked her name. <laughs> All right, SB three, you got. I already know. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be stuck with David here. <laughs> your pick. Your pick. Uh, 
I I love that he has a a a nickname. So I'm gonna pick Cinco. Cinco. And he and he looks like a beast. He looks like a beast. All right, another pick SP three. Um. Damn it! Should I pick the brother from from Big Brother that y'all don't like? Um. Yeah, that would be me. And so so Cher is not since not forced to pick him later. I'll pick David. Wow. See, I'm I'm being I'm I'm thinking so, about others. Yeah. So funny, David's first season, I think he got sent home on the first day yeah, of Big Brother. Did. Yeah. And then the second one, he was just kind of skating by because he was lying to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He was shady McShaders and going against the two black women who were trying to make it where someone black would win. Bailey and Davon should have beat him up. <laughs> Y'all couldn't tell me this before I picked. No, him? Like, I mean <laughs> she said she said that she said that he was against Davon. Yeah, that I did all say the information he was against Davon. You needed Swaggy. <sighs> Swaggy should have came up in that house Swag, and yeah. just <laughs> knocked him out. <laughs> Your picture. Um, I'm arguing with Swaggy on social media. No, Swaggy was better than CM Punk. Oh, I forgot about that. He's so funny when he just randomly pops into wrestling conversations. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what are you Uh, talking about? Stop it. Shannon. Shannon St. Clair. I got to add more more rows here. All right, I'm going to go Cashel because I remember him from Love Island. And then cache as well. Ooh. Cache and cache. There you go. I think we're going to have one person left over. So if they win. Oh, my God. Should have been David. No, you do the randomizer for the final person. That we're going to do? Okay, we can do that. Yeah. All right. Your your last picture. Give me Kyra. Kyra, okay. And then your last pick, SB3. I was going to pick Kyra. Um, it's going to be really funny if I win this, not knowing anything about any of these people. <laughs> it, it would be real funny if I win this. I mean, I, at least yeah, I, got, I got a suggestion. <laughs> I got a suggestion for for the last person after SB3 picks. Okay. Um, Instead of a random. Who has the better name? Uh, I'm going to take. <laughs> Giovanni Vega. I mean, both he of them kind of have like good names, like Giovanni. Yeah, they do. They do. Sealy, Selly. They both got good names. Okay, so Sealy, Selly, Vasquez. Instead of a randomizer, and then one person gets an extra person. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give this person to the chat. So if this person wins, we all lose. All three of us lose. The chat gets the one person. I. What are the stakes for this one? Are we doing the the dick necklace? For this, we all, and then I have three... to give a presentation on why David is great. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, I ain't doing that. Um... <laughs> so we're, we're going to give this one person to the chat because I, I feel like that's fair. Instead of one person yeah. getting an extra, the chat the chat sticks with us. They're here every week supporting, having fun with us. So chat, you're in this. You are in this season of the challenge with us. So you can follow along. You have a little bit of stakes at worth here. You are rooting for... Sealy Selly Vasquez. Uh, we don't know what the actual pronunciation is, and we're just going to keep calling her Sealy Selly Vasquez. Sealy <laughs> Selly. Sealy Selly. Oh, she she was second place on Love Island too. Oh, sure. there. Good for her. There you go. 
I don't know I don't, what, I don't know what Love that Island means. even is. I don't know the premise. I don't know how you hey. win. I don't. Okay, so so I can explain this now because I've been here in the UK and so I'm watching the OG oh, Love Jesus. Island. Jesus, are Love you ever going to leave that damn place? He's I, I, I've, been, I've been making the joke that I'm like Shoto Aminu who went to the UK <laughs> before the pandemic and had to stay here stuck, for two yeah. years. That's that's me. Um, but I've been watching it. So Love Island, it's uh, they put like the whole bunch of singles on an island and then you have to pair up. You have to basically pair up into a couple. And then they have different uh, stages where a new person will come in and they'll get the opportunity to pick anyone and break up a couple. Uh, like pick anyone they want to be in a couple with. And then there are stages where the fans vote and they vote on like which couple they like the most or which couple they like the least. And that couple gets like dumped from the island. And then at the end, I haven't got to the end yet, but basically I think the end, they win some type of cash prize. They do. They they do win. Miserable. They do win a cash prize at the end. I've seen the first couple of seasons of Love Island. Put I don't share on Love Island. Oh, that would be great. Can we, can we sign? <laughs> SB3 and I signed up for The Circle as an interracial duo. Uh, can we sign you up for Love Island, Cher? <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> we signed Cher up and we're just going to, we're we're going to be the ones that fill out her application though. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Next week, everybody. We are going to sign up Cher for Love Island. SV3 and I will fill out the application for Cher. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure she will be cast. And SV3 and I will be on The Circle. Cher will be on Love Island. We're going to take over reality television. When they ask for a video to submit, Jeremy's got all kinds of videos of me singing Breadstick Karaoke. yeah. Yep. (laughs) Well, I'll submit the Judas video. Like, look, she's oh a she's God. a television star. She is a pay per view television star, right here. She's been on pay per view, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that doesn't seem like. No, we're not going to say. No, she's been on baby, pay-per-view. don't say that. <laughs> that might not echo over so well. <laughs> Oh, man. Cher, do you have anything to plug? We're getting out of here. Do you, do you want to plug anything? Yes, actually. Um, if you go to my Twitter at Cher Delaware, if you can't spell Delaware, just give it up. Um, just go there. In my pinned tweet, I am doing a raffle for, I think I've got one behind me here, a winged eagle belt. Can you see it? Maybe. Yeah, see. Yeah. For a winged eagle belt, um, the entries are $5 a piece or five for $20. And the money is going to the Midwest Access Coalition. I am drawing for it in just a couple hours. Uh, we have like 400 and something entries so far. Oh, so. Very nice. There you go. Everybody get in on that in the, when the drawing takes place. Um, all right. Thanks, Cher. Talk to you next mm-hmm. week when we sign you up for. Love Island. We're, we're going to sign her up and then we'll bring her on to tell her what we actually did. Then you have to read me what you put. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Oh God. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Long-term booking. I love it. I love all of our long-term booking here. We're booking like a week out. We're, we're better than WWE, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I, mean, we let that you... I didn't say it much, but yes, 100%. <laughs>
we are. <laughs> SV3, you wanna you wanna plug anything? Anything to say? Uh check me out on the Twitter machine at True Heel SP3. I'll be back on YouTube, yes, on ITR Clips, Inside the Ropes Clips uh channel at 3 p.m. Eastern time with Alex McCarthy and Sat E. Nyangi for Monday Night Live. We're going to be talking about money in the bank, all that good stuff or bad stuff from WWE's <laughs> pay-per-view or premium live event and the rest of the week in wrestling. So check it out. There you go. Everyone go support SB3. He's everywhere doing everything. He's absolute best. Um, I think that's, I think that's everything. Here, stay tuned to, to more stuff on Fightful Overbooked. I don't know what we got going on today. Stuff and things. I might be back on here today. We'll see. Uh, I might just to pop myself just for 4th of July, just to do some more fuck Kevin Durant stuff. We'll be back on FMC next week. We'll talk more NBA Fallout. We'll sign up, share for, for Love Island. <laughs> Very excited for this thing we've got going on. Uh, and yeah, stay tuned. Keep it locked here. Fightful Overbooked. Oh, Fightful oh and I did... Oh. Did get a request from Maggie since we're in the NBA offseason and NBA news will die down either next week or the week after that. We need to start our OC chronological order review and we're going to have Maggie on since it's early for Maggie that we film OC. See, I did it, Maggie. I said I would do it. Date. We're going to do we're going to do teen dramas here on FMC. We can we can absolutely do that. That sounds great. Uh, at some point, we have to d- d- circle back around to to Entourage. I think I'm way ahead on this because I think I told you like I watched Entourage during intermissions of of the Avs games. So like this was my go to. This was my superstition to just watch Entourage during intermission of Avs games. Like I'm at where they're talking about uh, buying the script for for Medellin. Like that's where. So you're like in season three, part two. I think I'm yeah. good. I don't. I don't think I have to watch anything until we get to like season five. I think season five and six are a little bit fuzzy for me, and then like season seven, I'm right back because I I always remember season seven as drug events season. So <laughs> I think I remember those very well as well. But seasons five and six is when I'll have to probably start rewatching to get to be able to contribute to the conversation. But yes. Seth and Summer all day. OC. Marissa is trash. Yes, we're gonna talk about it here on FMC. We will we will get to that. We have to review the hustle as well. You've seen it. I've not yet watched it, but yeah. The NBA, the first couple of weeks just goes crazy, and that's why we gotta talk a lot of NBA still, even though the season is is technically over. Guys, we appreciate it. We'll talk to y'all next week. We'll be back here on FMC. Bye, everybody. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.